Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Seeds of Change podcast. I am your host, Mark A. Turnipseed, and I am excited to talk to you guys today about something that has always been just something that I've had to get over. Always. Always, ever since I can remember, I had an issue with something called obsessive compulsive disorder and types of behaviors. I'm not really too sure where they started from, why they came about. Uh, There's a lot of speculation that they come up through trauma and stuff like that. I don't really need to look at the cause of it, but I do know that obsessive compulsive behavior is not conducive to productivity. It's not conducive to a life that I want to live. And it feels like when when I'm in a state of either obsession or compulsion, it feels like I'm more of of a victim. It feels like I'm more inside of a prison than I am inside of a a life, right? A life. A life is a life of freedom. Uh, Freedom is my goal. I want to be able to move through this life. I want to be able to glide through this life as smoothly as possible. I think we all do as humans. We don't necessarily want resistance, right? Resistance comes when resistance does come. It's a great thing for us to learn because we can sharpen our edges with it. But it's not necessarily something that you you just want, right? You you do want freedom and you do want you do want comfort, right? So so where do the obsessive compulsive behaviors begin? Well, they begin in a natural drive for freedom and for comfort. So therefore, these things that you end up maybe doing, they, they, they aren't necessarily evil in and of themselves, including drinking alcohol, which for me became an, an obsessive compulsive disorder. It was, it, was, it was less about the drink and more about the obsessive and compulsive nature of it. When I think about something that I want, all of a sudden I go, I go in, I go in, I get it right. That's part of also my ADD, right? It's like a thought comes into my head, go and close that cabinet. You have to go and close that cabinet. Once it comes into your head, you begin to get so obsessive about it that you, then you have to go close that cabinet. How, how is that any different than thinking, Oh my God, I got to go get a drink. And here I go. The behaviors start, the sequence starts to happen. And then I'm doing something that I don't necessarily want to do. That is the prison. That is the prison. When the thoughts start coming in that I'm not able to resist the action afterwards or it just becomes so obsessive that I can't do do anything until I get the behavior or the action out of my way. Now, if you have any, like, I am not, I would, I would not consider myself an OCD person, right? I'm not going to set this pin down and then move it. And I've never really been a person who, who shuts all of his cabinets and, and makes sure it's everything perfect, right? You, if you looked at this table right here, you would see it's not perfect, but I have OCD tendencies, I, I, I recognized while, while I was in school for psychology, right, I recognized that everything that we go through is on a continuum and it's all on a spectrum. And I started to understand that when I would, when, you know, when you watch like a, a, a movie like, like Dahmer, for instance, and then you see some of the stuff that he went through and you're like, wait, I went through that same stuff, but how did he end up on the, on the... <laughs> as a serial killer and how did I just end up an addict right who is just drinking well the 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 what happens the reason why that happens is is it becomes a life becomes a slippery slope right we start 
feeding into these obsessive compulsive things, thinking that this world out here has items in it and has activities and has actions that is going to help me to save me from myself. It's actually going to help me if I perform this action or if I partake in this type of behavior, if I drink this booze, it's going to help me save myself from the pains, from the discomforts. And it's going to be an action that helps me bring, you know, some sort of free them into my life. But ultimately, as we just discussed, it's going to end up causing more of a prison type situation that I can't get out of. So, so how do, how do somebody who's not obsessive compulsive, right? So if you're, if you don't have a diagnosis of OCD, like me, I don't have a diagnosis of OCD, but while studying this stuff in college, I started to recognize that I had characteristics of, and if I have characteristics of this mental disorder, then I also may have some symptoms of some of this mental disorder coming out into my productivity and into my ability to transform myself or to create businesses. So if I have these things, if I have these little symptoms, even though there may not be huge symptoms, even though I don't get anxious about thinking about cleaning my floor, right? Even though I'm not getting getting anxious and it's not weighing me down, is it still holding me back a little bit? Is the thought, is the obsessive compulsive thought still holding me back a little bit? Now, let, let me let me just play this one out, all right? So, so I like to work in a creative flow. I like to work in a creative flow where I wake up. I wake up real early at like four o'clock in the morning. I go get my gym in and stuff like that. But then as I hit the desk, right? As I come in and I hit the work, I like to go with what the inspiration comes, what inspiration comes. The, the issue with that for me is that a lot of different inspiration comes up. I'm doing a lot of different things right now. I've got a, I've got a podcast. I'm working on a, 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 a fiction book. I'm working on a nonfiction book, and I'm working on a business, and I'm working on a new relationship with a beautiful woman, and I'm working on myself as a as a father. You know, we all have these all have these little things that are going on. But as it pertains to business, the workday from from about nine o'clock, from about eight even all the way up until like 7.30. I, I keep myself like attached into business where I'm open to those types of thoughts and suggestions. And when things come in that are about other stuff, I, I'm, I'm able to push them away a little bit. In an obsessive compulsive state, little thoughts come in, you obsess about them so much that you can't get your work done. In my state, a little thought comes in that's not related to work and it distracts me just a hair. It distracts me a hair just enough for me to to lose my focus and for me ultimately to not get the job done 100%. And not get the job done 100% is what I look out when I look out at my life. That's what I see. I see a life that could be if I just did a little bit more every time if i if i if i just went like a little bit further into it if i didn't get distracted it's almost as if these distractions sometimes come up subconsciously keeping me and preventing me from living my best self as if i'm trying to self negate myself from being a highly productive person 
Now, I know, I know, I know, I also talk about it's not what you do. It's not by what you do that makes you great. It's not, you don't have to do, 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 to actually be great, right? But there is an, and there, there is a great balance to that, right? Because it is totally about what you do. You definitely have to take action and you definitely have to do it. And you definitely have to start to develop what I call intention. Intention is the opposite of obsessive compulsive disorder to me. Intention is the exact opposite. So how do you become intentional out of obsessive compulsive? Well, to let you know, when I came out of the serious obsessive compulsive disorder that I had that was displaying itself as alcoholism, or when I came out of the serious obsessive compulsive disorder that was known as um, heroin, in that during those times, right, it was a it was a much different type of uh, type of intensity, right? But if I if I look at that intensity. And I recognize that, that, okay, I had to get over that behavior, that OCD behavior. That one was causing me so much. So yeah, that one was restricting my freedom so much that I had to get, I had to work so hard to get away from that just so that I could survive. So it's very easy for people who have gone through a big challenge, like, 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 like obsessive compulsive over suicide or obsessive compulsive over drugs and alcohol or sex. It's really easy for somebody once they overcome that to go, you know what? I don't have the problem anymore. Mm. I don't have the problem anymore because I'm not drinking anymore. I don't have the problem anymore because I'm not, I'm not having extramarital sex anymore. I'm not, I don't have the OCD problem. What, what you do, we all do, we all do. And that's the beauty of being all connected in this one love is that we all, and that's why mental health issues are coming out as spectrums instead, because we all are connected. So just, Take that away. Stop judging people for their disorders, right? Kill the fucking stigma and start recognizing that you are the same as, yes, Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. You are just as capable as that. You are. And if you want to try to argue it, you can call me up. <laughs> but here's the thing. So becoming intentional, you have to really recognize that uh, that that you have the weakness. <laughs> you have to recognize that you have the sickness. You in 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 mindfulness, we recognize that we are suffering. We recognize that in this moment that we are suffering. Now, our goal and our role in this life is to take that suffering and shift it into light and project it out into the world as being a ray of hope. Now, what if you're holding back and doing these little behaviors that keep you from radiating that light of hope, right? You, you probably won't notice it unless it's really pulling you down, like drugs, sex, food, you know, any of those types of things. If you're obsessively compulsing doing them, then it's very clearly causing you pain and causing other people in your life pain, and it may, in fact, end your life prematurely. Now... You just have the OCD that, that, like I have, where I'm sitting there and I'm typing my computer and I'm on this thought and then I think of coffee 
And when I think of coffee and I think of this cup of coffee, I cannot get my head off this cup of coffee until I go get it. The issue that happens is another death. It's a silent death, no different than going out and getting the booze. Because what my thought has just done is it's distracted me. It's detracted me from the the from the train track that I was on, headed towards delivering this message of hope and goodness through whatever I was writing, and it's detracted thinking that I now need something. I've gone away from thinking what I'm going to give to the world, what I'm focusing on in my work, what I'm passionate about, and I start thinking about something that I need. If I start thinking about something that I need, I'm going to start thinking and desiring and believing that if I don't have it, I will not be able to write this thing as good, and all of a sudden, I'm stuck in the obsessive-compulsive disorder, all right? And then I go get my coffee, and I come back, and it's not that bad, right? But... If I look at it, it is that bad. It is that bad. If I keep going up on every single whim, I don't write books. I don't do podcasts. I don't come out with content because I have so many different whims inside of my head. Man, man, I would just get up from this podcast right now and leave and go swimming. I might just get up from this podcast right now because I'm a little bit thirsty, right? So we have to start becoming intentional so that we can become productive. So if you have an ADHD problem, if you have an obsessive compulsive problem where this type of stuff happens the idea is to start is to is to is to front load yourself start it before because this and and I'm saying this because it works for me start it before so what I do is I go I am going to give myself I'm going to give myself I, and I've got to, I've got to do this and I learned this from from overcoming alcoholism what what I did in alcoholism they said a day at a time right and I could not make it man I couldn't make it 30 fucking seconds without a drink or a pill right so what I did was I said you know what I'm going to make it 5 minutes I'm going to just make it 5 minutes and then I'm going to reassess if I actually need a drink and then I'm going to take five more minutes. That's the way I started. That's the way I lived probably the first six months while I was getting clean off of, off of booze and pills. Right? So if, if that's the case, if that worked for me then, and I am a highly successful sober man now, I, I do, I, and I mean highly successful in the fact that I'm successfully sober and successfully haven't drank and successfully haven't used heroin in 10 years. I am a success story. That means that if I'm a success story in that, I'm a success story in triathlon where the same type of thing happened, and I'm a success story in my book where the same type of thing happened, then I can be a success in so many other ways if I become intentional about it. If I become intentional about it, if I become intentional about it. So just write it down, write it down, right? That has helped me tremendously is just putting a little calendar down and saying today for 15 minutes, I'm going to write an email and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write that email and I'm going to prepare everything that I might need. But once I get in there, once I get into this email, I'm not leaving it. No matter what, no matter what, unless it needs actual content that I need to go get. If I need to go research, if I need to go look at that piece of paper, then I'll bring it back over here. But as for my needs, my needs are taken care of 
My needs are taken care of because anything, anything can wait for 10 minutes. So I challenge you to do this. I challenge you to do this as a practice, and then it starts to become natural, right? Then intention starts to become natural, but do it as a practice. Think about your day. Think about the next thing that you have to do. And then if, if you have a tendency to, to end up starting your, your work day and then ending, ending up your work day with more things to do than when you started, then you may have the same type of issue that I have. And that's the same type of issue. Any person with OCD or ADD is going to have once you, once you, once you start like you know, doing whatever behavior it is, even if it's closing your cabinets, then you're going to have a thousand more cabinets, right? You're, you're just going to end up with more work. You're going to end up with more problems and more woes. So if you end up like that, then try this with me because I'm trying this new thing, right? I'm trying this new thing over, over the new years and it's block scheduling. And I'm very, very nervous about it, but I notice how it can help because when I'm so intentional about things, I not only do I, do I, you know, do an Ironman, I lose 70 pounds and become a swimsuit model from it. I know that I, I know that if I become intentional with things that I do so much better than I even thought that I could do, right? And you probably are like that too. You're probably like that too. If you just put the intention into it, if you just put the intention into it. And the only reason why we don't, why I don't put intention into it is usually fear. I usually don't put 15 minutes for this email out of fear that I won't be able to either make it through the email or I might start needing something during the email. Just, just relax. Just relax. Stop thinking about your needs so much. Think about your intention a little bit more. Do the same thing like my last podcast was talking about that in relationships. Instead of thinking so much about what you need, think about what you intend to bring. Think about what you intend to create. Stop thinking about so much of your needs. I've got 100,000 needs right now, all the time. God is taking care of them for you. You know, there was a time when the Israelites walked through the desert and ate manna, manna, manna out of the sky. I know my yoga teacher one day, my yoga teacher told me, he goes, he goes, did you know that if you're mindful enough that you can breathe and everything that you need to eat is in the air? Now, this guy, this guy doesn't believe in the Bible at all. But what he told me was the same exact thing that I heard about in the Bible was that, wait, they ate manna out of the sky. That means that when we're intentionally doing what we are supposed to be doing on this planet, when we are intentionally walking the path that God has for us or that our yogi has for us, that we can actually even eat the air that we breathe. And a whole generation of Israelites did that for 40 years, for 40 freaking years. Guys, like, come on now. Come on now. You really don't need to sit there and think about what you need so much when you have intention. If you have intention and you have goodness in your heart, that's all you need. The rest of it's going to take care of itself for you. So this has been Seeds of Change Podcast. Sorry, I'm still having a little bit of trouble with the with the name. I'm, I'm thinking about some shifts, but I still like Seeds of Change. I like dropping these little seeds into the bucket that grows into some big type of change. Just a little seed like, man, instead of coming into this situation with, with, with my needs, 
and with what I need to see coming out of this meeting, what I need to see coming out of this email, I'm going to go into it with intention of what I need to bring into this, what I need to bring into this relationship, what I need to bring into this life. I Trust me. Trust me. Give it a try. Put, some, put a little bit more intention in your life and watch your productivity grow tenfold. Give me, give me 1% to 10% more intention, and I can almost guarantee you that you're going to see 80% increase on the productivity. And I'm so confident in this hypothesis that I'm even going out and doing it myself. I'm even going out and setting up a block schedule for me and my coworker, Tim, who's also... Um, struggles with some of the same issues with the Halo 42 skincare. And we, we've got to focus. We've got to focus and we've got to become intentional. Get focused, become intentional, intentional, and release yourself from the chains of OCD, ADD, and distraction. Guys, this has been Mark Turnipseed with the Seeds of Change podcast. If you like what you're listening to and you believe in the Seeds of Change podcast, then I could greatly use, I could greatly, greatly use your help in supporting this podcast in any way that you can. May it be monetary or a uh, ongoing sponsorship program. So please reach out to me. My name is Mark A. Turnipseed. You can email me at mark at markaturnipseed.com. You can find me on my website at markaturnipseed.com. You can also find me on Instagram or you can go to the Patreon website on this podcast and you can click a little monetary contribution that will help me out greatly. So bless you guys. Love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. And this is about making your 2024 more intentional. Go rock it, everyone.